This is Shane Gibson's Sociable Podcast from ClosingBigger.net. Today we've got a guest on our show. Zach Bello is the Marketing and Communications Manager at Lebanon Ford in Lebanon, Ohio. Thanks a lot for coming online with us today and being on the show. Hey, not a problem. Thanks for having me. Hey, fantastic. So I was just sort of taking a look at your bio. You're a recent graduate of the Miami University Farmer School of Business, a degree in business marketing and a focus on interactive media. Yes, that is correct. So, uh, you know, as you know, as we've talked about before, um, I've done a fair bit of work with the Ford dealers here in Canada uh, doing some research. I came across what you guys have been doing uh, in Ohio and some p- pretty cool stuff and some very measurable results. And so, uh, you know, thought I'd, I'd get you on and, uh, and talk a little bit about how you've achieved, you know, the level of success you have using social media and, and integrated marketing. Definitely. And uh, how long have you been with uh, Lebanon Ford? Uh, I started with Lebanon Ford uh, about a year ago, uh, March 2011, straight out of college. Um, yeah. I uh, I found the the job posting actually on the Facebook page for the dealership, and uh, decided to apply. And then a few interviews later, uh, landed the job. Fantastic. So when you started, was it the intent of the dealership to have you come in and ramp up social media, or was it something that you kind of proposed? Well, when I started uh, about a year ago, uh, my colleague Jeff Kreider, he had actually been here about a year prior to me starting, and uh, he came on as the kind of Facebook intern. Uh, our owner, Lisa Kreider, she um, she really wanted the dealership to get on Facebook, so she hired Jeff on as a as kind of the Facebook manager, page manager, and you know, one thing led to another, and Jeff realized, you know what we're trying to do here is so much bigger than just being on Facebook and so much bigger than just doing this one platform. And, you know, it all comes back around to, you know, being great on Facebook turns into being great on traditional, being great on digital, and all goes back to even the principle of just having a great hiring process. And he proposed this to Lisa, our owner, and said, you know, with what I've been doing with Facebook is I've realized it's so much more than that. We need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. And she said, you know, what do you, how do you know what you're talking about? Why do you think you know what you're talking about? You've never done this before. And he said, okay, well, you know, give me, give me some time. I'll do all this on my own. You don't have to pay me anything. And when it, when I prove that it works, you know, I want some help and I want some buy-in for the things that we want to do. And she kind of gave him the opportunity to experiment and, and do things with that. And one thing led to another. Here I am. We've got two people running a marketing department here. And, you know, we've been having fun doing it ever since. Hey, fantastic. So I, I guess what it sounds like is, I mean, it, you, there was quite a risk taken to sell the idea to the dealer principal. I mean, oh, yeah. It, it was, it, there wasn't a lot of buy-in and he kind of went on a limb um, and and was successful, obviously. And then, of course, now you've got a team that's really approaching right. this whole thing. What, yeah. what were some of the results and outcomes of implementing social media in the, in the dealership? Really, the, the biggest thing that we've seen is just being able to connect with our customers and really living through our core values that we hold close here, which is connect, engage, drive, connect to exceed expectations, engage to grow relationships, and drive to build trust. And what we've been able to do with implementing social media uh, is really just been able to connect with our customers and kind of really build a long-lasting relationship, which is something that I believe is really missing from the automotive industry and the car shopping experience as a whole, you know, from the customer's perspective, is really doing more than just coming in and purchasing a car and, and leaving and then that's it. It's really connecting with people after the after the fact 
and creating just a, a fantastic and memorable experience for people, not just while they're in the store, but after the sale, when they have questions, when they have things like that. Um, and also from our end, it just helps to, it, it's really helped to drive more traffic to our website, to our blog. Um, and we've also been able to create some pretty uh, exciting programs that we do here. We have a program uh, called Drive One for a Week, which, um, you know, we use things like Twitter search, Facebook, and we find influencers within our community. Um, we give them a vehicle for a week, vehicle that they choose, any vehicle that they'd like that's on our lot. They drive drive it for a week. They're totally candid in what they think about and speak about the vehicle. Um, you know, and it gives people an opportunity to drive a Ford vehicle if they hadn't considered one before. And it also gives us the benefit of, you know, people talking about us and people talking about the Ford brand as a whole. And really, you know, going back to what I started with is just creating an experience and uh, connecting with people that we may not have connected with before. Fantastic. Um, what were what were some of your roadblocks? Uh, I mean, when I talk about roadblocks, it is uh, challenges or or stumbling blocks, uh, hurdles you had to overcome to put these you know effective programs in place. Right. Uh, well, definitely the biggest thing, and we kind of when we jumped in with social media, it's starting with Facebook. It started with the what, which isn't necessarily the best way to start when you're thinking about jumping into social. But you need to start with the why and figure out why you're doing it. So the when when Lisa had decided she wanted to be on Facebook, we started with we need to get on Facebook. And looking back, you need to start with the why. Why are you being on Facebook? Why are you on social? Kind of what are your goals with doing that? And once we've kind of established what we were doing on 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 social and why we were doing it, um, filtering that through the entire organization and through all of our employees to create the same experience everywhere. So if we have some sort of experience online that's fantastic and the customer is expecting one thing and then they come into the store and they are expect and they experience something totally different than everything that we've been doing online is all for naught. So really synergizing the experience both online, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on our website, on our blog, et cetera, and synergizing that with the experience that people are having when they walk in the front doors and they have the same experience and it all is synergized into the same kind of look and feel and, you know, kind of just getting everyone on the same page was really kind of the biggest roadblock that we still, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say struggle with, but, you know, we work through every day, you know, with getting everyone on the same page and, and really creating the same experience, whether it's online, digitally, or in person in our store. Fantastic. So, um, so what do you do to get everybody on the same page? Is there like an orientation type session that you guys put together, a social media policy people sign off on? How does that work? I mean, we've got... Yeah, we do, we do have uh, kind of a social media policy. You know, we encourage people to, to be social, to use these online social media websites um and sorry my phone rang there it got a little thrown off track (laughs) but um yeah we do have social media policies and guidelines like i said we encourage people to use those things you know unlike other businesses and car dealers especially you try and get on youtube you try and get on facebook and it's blocked you know we encourage people to be social and do these things so we do have guidelines uh we do have all employee meetings um where we kind of just up Date people with what we're doing online, what we're doing everywhere. Uh, and we also have a, a newsletter that goes out to all of our employees every Tuesday. Um, it's kind of a review of 
the content that we create on our blog for dashlife.com. Uh, we create about eight to ten original uh, content pieces every week, and that gets uh, filtered out and sent out to all of the employees uh, in our organization, so that everyone can see kind of what we're creating, what we're talking about, and then in turn use that to their advantage when they're you know talking with customers, talking with people on the phone, or just you know helping them in general to to do what they like to do. Fantastic. Um, I know when I um, I pulled off, um, uh, there, I think you guys produced a white paper and kind of your strategy and what you've done. And um, there were some pretty interesting statistics on just increases in sales. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of jumping forward, I guess my question was, how, you know, how did you tie that to social media when you mind sharing some of your results? Can you, can you ask that one more time? Sorry. I so, that's okay. So how did you, how did you, how do you measure it? Like, you know, it's it, your white paper says, hey, we've we increased sales by this much. We've increased traffic by this much. How did you mm-hmm. end up equating that to social media? What, what were your <clears throat> metrics that you guys used? Well, really, what we what we've done is as we look at social as more of a sum of the whole. And we don't necessarily attribute, say, Facebook has driven this much and this much and this much. Twitter has done this much, this much. We look at all that stuff as kind of the pieces to the whole and saying everything digitally that we're doing, everything traditionally that we're doing, all these things have helped us grow as a whole into what we're doing and to, and to kind of accomplish our goals and the things that we've done. So to sit here and say that since being on Facebook and, you know, we've, we've done this much on Facebook, Facebook has, has grown our business this much. We kind of look at it as, you know, the experience that we've created online the 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 unique things that we've done online have helped to create conversation people we've gotten people talking about us we've gotten people interested in us um and with that in turn we've gotten traffic back through our website whether it's direct traffic or through our blog or through our different social media websites um and then in turn has increased traffic which in turn increases leads to our store which we've seen a huge increase in internet leads um so we we attribute the increased traffic to our website to increase leads, increase quality of leads through the different things that we use, and then in turn increase in sales. So, I guess the whole the whole social and determining ROI and what comes from that, really, it's not the instant gratification, which where I think a lot of people get stuck up on is if I'm spending this much time on Facebook and on social, what am I getting in return? Well, you might not get get something within the next week, within the next month. Month, but what you're doing is you're helping to create relationships and to engage with people that later down the road when they are, you know, if they're in, not in the market currently, when they're in the market, they're remembering the experience that they had with your brand, whether it was the first time they were experiencing with you or whether it's the third time or the fourth time, you're kind of in their mind and creating that brand recognition for later down the road. Okay, fantastic. So, um, you, I, you, I'm going to kind of roll back earlier. You talked about, you know, using um, Twitter search to, mm-hmm. to find individuals, um, you know, and then I, I see you guys have got a, a four square program in place. And, you know, obviously your mm-hmm. Facebook is, 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 is what I would refer to as hyperlocal, um, you know, to a large degree. Um, so mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about your local strategy? I, I, I've got, a, I have a number of not just Ford dealers, but, even I work with a group of Apple retailers, um, not like the ones you eat, but the ones that we're um, on right now on my computer. Um, right. and, and, the, and the question, of course, is, you know, how is Foursquare relevant to us? How do you guys use Foursquare in a, in a way that, that helps your business? 
Right. So we we have our face or sorry, four square kind of set up. Uh, we have a che- deals for when people check into our dealership. We have a special on oil change, um, and we have the four square stickers on our our windows of our businesses. We have uh, our Fords or our our dealership, and we also have a quick lane kind of across the parking lot here. Um, and we really just use it to uh, to entice people to to check in and get it get a special deal for doing that. Um, really, I mean, it's as simple as that. Foursquare um, has really, really to us is kind of just kind of run and managed itself, other than having us set up kind of uh, the check in deal that people use. Um, but yeah. Okay, perfect. So, um, and I'm just sort of looking through your your uh, Facebook page yeah. um, right now, and uh, I see you've 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 allowed you what you've allowed. I see like I see a post actually from a guy I know. Funny enough, uh, Mike Stanger. And, oh, okay, uh, yeah. And so um, you're allowing. I guess I guess what I'm getting to is that sometimes people will lock down this conversation where only the dealership can comment. But I see you've enabled and allowed people to come in and comment and post thoughts and and have dialogue yeah. on your page. What's the What's the reasoning behind this? I mean, I, I kind of it's a bit of a leading question, but you know, <laughs> why is it so important to have that open dialogue and let people kind of post their thoughts? Well, I mean, that really that's that's the only way we can continue to improve what we're doing not only online but you know in our store and we 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 welcome and we definitely want to know not only when people have a great experience with us but we also want people to tell us what they think we're doing wrong and what we can improve upon and that's really you know opening all these avenues for people to come and talk to us candidly and let us know exactly what they're thinking exactly what they think we should be doing better at or what we are doing good at um you know constricting people and keeping people from speaking kind of what what's on their mind is uh, in my mind the complete wrong wrong thing to do we we definitely want to know exactly what people think about us and how we can improve and what we're doing and keeping people from doing that is <laughs> obviously not the way to get those answers so you know we 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 love we love connecting with people we love talking with people and whether it's about you know what's going on this weekend or if we're talking about you know a person who just bought a brand new F-150 and what they love and don't like about it, you know, whatever the conversation is, we value that conversation, whether it's good or bad and just, you know, continuing the conversation. Fantastic. So a couple more questions and I, I know, uh, sure. you, you know, I don't want to keep you on on the line here uh, all day, but um, first one, I guess, is do you think that, you know, part of your guys' success in social media was the fact that um, just the Ford brand in general, it was already a social brand when you guys jumped in, in there, or do you think that regardless of the brand, you probably would have done just as well? Um, I think it definitely helps. Um, I think regardless, I think we would have, I, I think we'd still be where we're at today, but I definitely think it helps. I feel the people that are, um, kind of into social and kind of understand social and understand Ford, they kind of expect it kind of when they, when they're looking at a Ford dealership, they, they might expect, um, you to be more the, social than a, a crazy exactly, dealership, exactly. Volvo dealership. Because... And that, and, yeah. And that goes back to what I was speaking about before and having the same experience. And, you know, we, what we do here, we are probably part of the, the 0.08% and the, 
Ford on the national level is doing is not necessarily what Ford at the, the local and dealership level are doing. So the experience here is getting mixed up in between. And what we've really tried to do is, you know, not only take what we do on our social front and our digital traditional and create the same experience in our store. We're trying to take what Ford is doing on the national level and keep that experience going all the way from national all the way down through our dealership and then right into our front door. Fantastic. That's, uh, I mean, that's, I think uh, we're seeing it happen, uh, you know, in various places, but I mean, you guys are, uh, from what I've seen, you know, definitely the case study to look at as far as, you know, how to put it together and it's consistency in the brand and, and keeping the brand promise. And I think that's, that's so exactly. Um, so, I guess last last piece here, and then I'll um, we'll wrap up. Uh, any advice for dealers that are sitting on the fence in regards to social media? I mean, I, 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 you know, you've got you've got the people who are skeptically looking at it, or or saying, you know what, I'll get around to it uh, maybe next year, right. uh, or uh, you know, I don't have budget for this. Um, right. What's, what's your thoughts? What, any advice to them? Well, it's funny. Is my uh, my father? He he runs a car dealership uh, down in Cincinnati, and he looks at what we do and what I do here at Lebanon Ford. And he's just like, you can see it, his eyes roll back in his head and it goes straight over. And, you know, really what you need to do first and speaking to what I spoke about before is ask the why question first. Don't just set up your, your presence online just, just to do it. I, that's, that's not the way to go about it. It's not the way to start. You need to really sit down and say, why am I choosing to do this? Why am I doing this? And set goals for yourself and figure out kind of your your purpose and what you're going to be doing and why you're going to be doing it and you know, figure out why. So your your goals and your purpose can be whatever whatever you want it to be. I'm not saying there's a set purpose and there's a set reason to doing everything, but not jumping into it with the, with the only reason in mind being to just jump into it and do it. So really ask yourself why and figure that out first. And and you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of what people are going to say about you. Don't be afraid. So, like you said before, you know, letting people talk openly. You know, that's what it's there for. It's there to to connect with people and to talk with people and hear what they're what they're thinking and what they want to say. So, don't let the fact that people can get on there and, and speak to you, you know, turn you away from it. Let let that be a way of for you to understand your business and how to do better. It's it's a great way to get feedback from people that you may not have heard from before. So I think really the big thing is is asking yourself why and, and coming up with a plan and a strategy uh, to, to keep it going. And, you know, consistency plays a big part in it as well. If, if you're going to start, make sure you're bought into it and make sure that you can keep up with it and do it because even worse than starting up, starting up with no goal is starting up and then not following through and doing it at all. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's probably, I mean, that's one of the more disheartening things I think for a consumer to have a, a brand have open dialogue with them. And then one day they show up and there's no one to respond to them. It's kind of like not right. answering your phone all of a sudden. So it's, right. yeah, it, it's, I think that's so vital. Um, so yeah, and right. definitely, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to speak. Definitely staying up with it, and and especially interacting with people. If if you're out there to interact with people, make sure that you're available to speak with them. You know, we boast here at Lebanon Ford, twenty four seven customer service via social. Um, I can tell you that if you run our Facebook page or send us a mention on Twitter at three o'clock in the morning, my phone's going to wake me up and I'm going to see it and I'm going to answer it. So <laughs> if 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 you're out here and you're you're saying that you'll deliver and do something, make sure that you're meeting that expectation and you're actually doing it when people arrive. Fantastic. 
Uh, last question. I know I said that last one was the last one, but final last question. Uh, <laughs> All right. Future of social. Where are you guys heading? Where do you, where do you see where do you see this thing evolving to? Is there any any exciting technology uh, networks uh, approaches that you see? Is it going to be stay the course, or do you, is there some big changes coming up? Well, within within the automotive industry, and, and this is something that we we struggle with daily, is is technology and kind of pushing the industry forward as far as technology. So, on the automotive front, um, I think there's still, as far as technology comes, a few years back. Um, as far as everything else, um, you know, I really just see it going its course. I see, you know, everything that's going on with Google and Google Plus, um, I think we've definitely been um, pushing a little bit more and focusing a little bit more on Google Plus and what's happening with the Google Places pages and, and things like that. But as far as new technology, I feel, you know, people, people are starting to get kind of overwhelmed and desensitized to all these new networks and new social media platforms that people are just going to stop seeing and, and caring about new stuff that's coming up. You know, as things like Pinterest, um, we haven't asked the question why why would we be on it which is why we haven't really pursued it and you know we kind of st- stick with our big 3 our facebook twitter uh and google plus and then of course we have the other ones that we focus on just not as much but you know i think it's really go Jumping ahead forward here, i didn't ask this question but you know I, i'm just popping on your site here but you've got you know you've got your main site and you've got your blog um right. How important is, and we talk about platforms in the big three, but, you know, I think about, you know, I started in blogging oh, yeah. a long time ago and it's still, what do you, what's the importance of a blog? I've got some people who will say to me, I don't need a blog because, you know, our dealership has Facebook page. Um, right. What do you see the benefit of having a blog? What, what's the importance of that? I- you know, I I spoke to the big three, and even bigger than those three is actually our blog. And I feel I feel feel silly for not for not speaking <laughs> to that sooner. But you know, our blog is next to our main website is probably the biggest thing that we have. And really, what we've been able to do is we create content that is as unique to us. So, and we and we take that content and we share it through our social channels, so Facebook and Twitter, and we use those social platforms as a way of sharing the content that we create. So we'll have our, our used car manager come onto our podcast that we do weekly and talk about how to get more value for your trade, or we'll have our service director come in and speak about everything you need to know about tires. And we post these things on our blog, and then we share those out to not only our customers, but we share those with our employees is who they can then pass them along to their customers. So it's really been super, super vital in, you know, content creation and sharing uh, content that people are, are looking for and people and content that people find useful. Um, so yet the blog has been huge, not only just for content as well, but creating traffic, you know, back to our website with, with links and, and things like that. But, you know, really helping to just spread um, all the things that we create and want to sh- share. Fantastic. Well, Zach, look, thank you very much for your time. Again, uh, this is Zach Bellow. He's Marketing Communications Manager at Lebanon Ford in Lebanon, Ohio. Uh, if you Google him, you'll find all kinds of great stuff on them. Uh, on this particular podcast, I've also posted links to the aforementioned uh, um, case study they put together that I stumbled across uh, in addition to this links to their site. Uh, but again, uh, Zach, what's your, what's your uh, Twitter account if people want to follow you on Twitter? Yeah, my Twitter handle is BelloRZ. 
That's Bello my last. Yep. yep. Bello RZ. Well, fantastic. So yep. if you're not following him now, follow him and check out the great stuff they're doing. And once again, thanks a lot for coming on the show. Hey, appreciate it so much. Thank you. Cheers.